Digital Outdoor. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Turns out the U.S. economy didn't grow quite as fast as thoughts in the final three months of last year. A 3.2% expansion year over year, and that was slightly less than the Commerce Department's earlier estimate. Was an easy win for Donald Trump in the Michigan Republican primary. The former president's triumph in Michigan marks Trump's fifth straight victory in this year's major nominating contest. Mr. Trump barely campaigned in the Great Lakes, but he still won. Despite another loss, the former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley, has pledged to remain in the race through Super Tuesday on March 5th, when 15 states hold contests. Correspondent Edwin Morris says President Biden won the Democrat primary, despite some Democrats casting uncommitted votes. Those voters objecting to Mr. Biden's support of Israel in the Gaza war. Hunter Biden due today for a closed-door interview with House Republicans conducting their impeachment inquiry. Lawmakers trying to find out whether President Biden benefited from his son's overseas business dealings and whether his policy decisions were influenced by Hunter's activities. One of the fast-moving wildfires in the Texas panhandle has grown to 800 square miles, now the second largest wildfire in the state's history, and there have been many evacuations as a result of that and several other big wildfires in the Texas panhandle. The Chicago area was blasted by powerful storms last night, some property damage from fierce winds, hail, and torrential rains. In one case, an apartment building in the northern suburbs of Chicago partially collapsed. A rocket exploded off the side of a ship that was in the Red Sea off the coast of Yemen. This latest attack suspected of being the work, once again, of Iranian-backed Houthi rebels based in Yemen. On Wall Street, stocks are in the red. The Dow is down 196 points, while the Nasdaq is off 105, and the S&P 16 points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. The new FedNow system is paving the way for the digital dollar. It grants the government unprecedented access to your financial transactions. This isn't just an invasion of privacy. It's a direct assault on your liberty and hard-earned money. It's another reason why I recommend physical gold IRAs from the Birch Gold Group. I'm Lance Wallnow. I'm a news analyst and a podcaster with nearly 25 million downloads to people just like you who cherish their financial independence. A precious metals IRA can help you avoid the scrutiny of Big Brother while also preserving your retirement savings through almost anything, including economic crashes, political instability, and even hyperinflation. To find out more, get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and see how a gold IRA can help you. Text FAITH to 989898. And remember, there's no strings attached. Text FAITH in the number 989898 right now, and I pray you're blessed with continued prosperity. This KMTQ News Flash, powered by Palm Mortuaries and Cemeteries. Stay active, be healthy, they'd rather wait. High interest rates and a tight housing supply that continue to slow home sales here in Southern Nevada real estate. And when interest rates bottomed out during the COVID pandemic, many folks bought homes. The market, it's now slowed with the average rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage back above 7% this past December. Now, Southern Nevada has seen a 34% drop in the number of homes on the market from January 2023 to this year. And the average home price is up $20,000 during that very same time to $444,000. Home sales hit record numbers back in 2021 in the midst of the pandemic when more than 50,000 homes got sold. That number dropped to 35,000 in 2022, just under 30,000 last year, the worst year in Southern Nevada since 2008. 
For the first time since she began her residency over the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, Adele is calling out. Citing vocal concerns, the singer has taken down all her shows in March at the total of 10 shows beginning this Friday and Saturday. Dale is calling the pause a postponement, not a cancellation, saying her team is already working on making those dates good. She has not missed a show since beginning her residency, selling out all 80 performances over 40 weekends. She has previously suffered from vocal issues, though. And it's the end of an era in a couple of ways over at News 3. Kelly Curran, the TV station's traffic reporter and meteorologist, she's leaving for a job in Sacramento, California. And after a 34-year run of flying the friendly skies of Las Vegas, Sky 3, the helicopter, has now been permanently grounded. Station officials say the cost of keeping the copter in the skies just got too high, too expensive. Take AM670 with you wherever you go. Check out our website at 670kmzq.com. Click on that Listen live button. Start your mornings right, live and local with Kevin Wall. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Bailey Chevrolet is Nevada's number one Chevrolet volume dealership. Again, buy new roads. KMCQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, you can get an oil change for only $39.95. Meineke, doing car care right. We've got a minor accident on the way in from the west side of town approaching the Spaghetti Bowl. This is on 95 southbound before uh, I-15. And uh, right uh, after Rancho there, you'll see uh, a couple cars there off to the right shoulder. Just causing more curiosity, slow down than anything. Uh, no lanes are blocked there on 95 southbound approaching I-15. Still working one wreck on the east side of the valley through the Charleston Curve. Wreck on 95 southbound after Charleston. Sunny and clear, light winds, afternoon temperatures will reach the upper 60s today. We're holding at 46 degrees, though, right now. I'm Mark Thomas with your on-time traffic and weather on AM670 KMZQ. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him uh, foot, Check it out. and 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 Joan, Shengang, Shanga. Can I just say that of all the idiots in all the idiot villages in all the idiot worlds, you stand alone. and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Hour number two, live and local. Good to have you with us on this Wednesday, this uh, February 28th. Um, we're continuing our series of interviews as we, uh, well, take a look at uh, candidates and vet candidates for higher office, uh, whether it be uh, state assembly whether it be county commission, whether it be the state senate, doesn't matter. Uh, we're looking at all of them. Josh Levitt joining us, uh, the candidate for state senate in District 18. And uh, 
Josh, I know we've talked before. Uh, how is the campaign going so far? Hey, Kevin. Uh, it's always great to be on the show. Thanks again for uh, for inviting me back. Um, the campaign's going fantastic. I'm uh, walking around. So it's, it's the ground game. So it's going out. It's, it's meeting people. It's, it's knocking on doors and uh, you know introducing myself and hearing their thoughts. And you know, I think that's an important part of campaigning. Uh, and, and I don't, you know, I, I, I feel bad for the candidates that don't, don't go out there and do that because you learn a lot by talking to the folks and uh, you learn some of their issues. And some of them, some of them you can solve right away, right? You can say, hey, I happen to know somebody that can help you out uh, with that. And the, and, and the others, you go, okay, let's, let's think about this and, uh, and uh, you know, prepare for, for finding ways to, to make it better. Uh, one, yeah, one of the issues, for example, was, you know, water and wells here in uh, the, the Northwest. Uh, a lot of uh, rural style homes are, are here, and you got situations where, you know, the state or, or Southern Nevada is trying to take, uh, you know, water rights from people. Uh, you know, that's something that's uh, somewhat concerning. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting a chance to, to learn those things. And, and and you are a prolific door knocker, are you not? And and do you have volunteers that are out door knocking in in your district? I I, I do, and, and you're right. And I don't know if it's from all those years of. of uh, you know, my mom with an Avon and, and going with her uh, to knock on doors or, uh, you know, my uh, they're also into the Girl Scout. So, you know, helping her and my sister sell Girl Scout cookies. I don't know what it is, but I do not mind uh, knocking on doors and, and meeting people. Not again, uh, again, Josh Levitt joining us, candidate for State Senate District 18. And for those that don't know, this is the old Scott Hammond uh, district. Uh, can you give us the geography of District 18? Yeah, so it, it goes from... Um, up in Sky Canyon through uh, Centennial Hills, all the way down to uh, close to Aliante, and then it uh, it, it goes from uh, you know uh, south of that to uh, you know the Little Mountain Craig uh, area. So uh, there's about 130,000 you know folks here. Um, you know it's a it's a good Republican uh, district, um, and uh, yeah, it's quite diverse. And you know it's and you're, again you're seeing that every day as you as you talk to folks. I know that one of the issues I hear about every day on this show, I hear it from people that I meet in uh, uh, Starbucks uh, when, when I go out and g- grab a cup of coffee, um, and it's public safety, public safety. Uh, Kevin McMahill, the sheriff, uh, had his annual update last week. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, essentially violent crimes are down, car theft is up something like 36%. Is this something that a... Uh, uh, a state senator in District 18 can have an impact on uh, the uh, public safety. 100 percent, and and uh, and you're right. It was it was good to see that you know violent crimes were down. I think I said nine point nine three percent, and and so was you know basically everything else. Murders down twelve percent, um, but yeah, thefts of cars thirty six percent, which is disappointing and uh and insane to me in fact uh at my wife's work someone stole a car yesterday so uh you know it it, it blows my mind that that people are out there doing it, it really it, it upsets me uh that you know there are folks that want to you know damage people's property and and uh, you know take advantage of them or uh obviously even even uh, you know commit terrible crimes but um you know i think that you know the the sheriff was right when uh, he said that you know it's it's about accountability. If you commit a crime, you're going to jail, and uh, I think that's a very very uh, important. I also think it's important that you know that uh, you know the public helps out if they see something. Make sure you uh, you report it. You know, um, 
uh, from what I remember in the article, there's you know the uh, homicide section uh, doesn't have a, a huge army. There's a there's a, a few folks in there, so we definitely need the public's help to uh, to do something. And ultimately, it is our communities that uh, we're trying to protect here. Um, but I'll tell you this: one of the things I see as a legislator that we can help is number one. <laughs> Ensure that the laws are being enforced. I don't even understand when you hear, you know, the people that are uh, in charge of um, enforcing laws or even creating laws say, "Hey, we don't, we don't want to uh, uh, enforce it." Because I'm thinking to myself, especially as a legislator, you know, what's the point of you being up there if you're making laws and you don't want people enforcing? That seems like a waste of everybody's time. But secondly, uh, I'm, I don't like the restorative justice um, legislation that has been coming through the. Uh, the uh, legislator legislation in the past uh, few years. That's, if you don't if you don't recall, that's the one where they basically uh, make teachers powerless. There's no more accountability in the school system. It's some sort of uh, progressive discipline system where uh, kids are no longer you know punished. It's, it's meant to uh, prevent you know the recurrence of of bad behavior, but instead what it does is it strips strips the power of teachers to hold students accountable. And uh, what do you get? Well, you get kids that. Um, need that need that type of accountability either you know potentially they're missing from home or uh, for whatever reason but this is why we train teachers this is why we have to have a, a standard for you know creating uh, I want to say creating but encouraging good behavior within our community and it starts at the school system and if you if you, if you strip the, the power of teachers to hold students accountable well what do you get you get kids that um, need that accountability uh, now influencing other kids are susceptible to that type of uh, uh, behavior. And, and, and instead of having one bad student, you have five bad students per, per class. And um, I think that backfires in, in a lot of ways. And, and, and one example of that is, is what we saw with the Rancho death of, uh, I think his name was Jonathan Lewis, where, where 15 kids beat him to death. Um, and what happens, right? Well, you have, uh, 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 you know, kids that needed accountability uh, now incarcerated. Uh, and I, I say that was it was all due to uh, ideas about uh, restorative justice and and, uh, you know, it's failure to, to prevent things like this. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things that, that, are, that really upsets me. And I'm eager to, to talk more about it at the legislative session and say, hey, let's let's give more power back to the teachers. Again, Josh Levitt joining us, a candidate for the State Senate, District 18. Um, You've been traveling uh, all across uh, District 18, talking with voters. And I'm curious, uh, when I talk with people, whether it be on this show or whether it be off the air, uh, I get a sense there is something going on out there. I'm not going to call it a big red wave because we tried that in the midterms and it just absolutely failed miserably. But I get a sense that there is uh, some sort of uh, wave that is, that, that is uh, forming and that we may have a big change in the legislature uh, come come uh, November 5th. Can you talk a little bit about what you're hearing from voters uh, and do you sense uh, an anger? Do you sense uh, uh, a change that that is in the air? Well, I, you know, I, I think that common sense plays a lot of uh, you know into uh, uh, into it. So when you when you're going out and you're talking to the folks and you're, and you're 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 saying things like, "Hey, we need more accountability in schools. Hey, we need more uh, pro business uh, uh, laws and uh, cutting." Um, 
regulation, you know, cutting out, you know, the regulation uh, uh, when it comes to, to licensing. If you, I don't know if we talked about this in the past, but Nevada is the, the second highest uh, licensee regulated state in the in the country. Let's, let's make it easier for people to get work, and uh, you know, and let's find ways to help with inflation. Let's find ways to protect Nevada from um, the illegal aliens that are, are flooding into uh, you know the country. Um, people. People agree with it, and, and again, it's just common sense stuff. You know, as a state legislator, um, we're here to do the business of the state and and and, and for the benefit of the state. And and I don't uh, I don't think that that people object to to, to ideas like that. Uh, but you know, I do see um, like uh, David Flippo doing a, a pretty good job running around uh, uh, this district as well. Uh, he's he's really um, energizing uh, some folks. I see other candidates starting to jump into. The ring Republicans, especially, they're uh, out there talking and making a lot of sense uh, to folks as well. Um, I, I don't see a lot of pushback from my end, and I'm talking to both Democrats and Republicans, and 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 they're liking what uh, you know I'm saying. They're they're tired of a lot of the the things that are going around here nationally and uh, locally, and they want to see that change. So um, uh, I'm from my perspective, of course, I'm seeing uh, a lot more you know support for uh, Republicans. Uh, um, and uh, we call that a red wave or, or not, uh, I, I find it uh, quite exciting. June 11th is the primary, and a lot of people are pointing at that and saying, well, it's kind of down the road. No, it's not down the road. It is right here. It's right on top of us. Uh, what is it, Josh, that your campaign needs from my listeners? They, 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 they listen to you on this show and others, and they say, man, this guy really gets it. This guy really gets it. I live in District 18, uh, and, and, and I'd like to support him. What is it your campaign needs right now today? Yeah, well, um, I, I, you know, I say I got you know two big jobs. One is raise funds, but more importantly, it's to talk to the people, learn about the issues, and and so on. So um, I would say you know exactly that. Reach out to me because I'm I'm eager to talk. I'm eager to learn. Uh, I'm here to represent uh, you know the the people here of uh, District 18, Las Vegas, and and, and and other folks in Nevada. So so reach out. You can come to you can you can find my information uh, on my website, which is joshfornevada.com. Uh, you you know we are, are on Instagram. We're on uh, you know Facebook. My numbers right there on the the site. Uh, let me know. Hey, I, I I have this thought. Let's 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 talk this through. Um, if you can, uh, we're always looking for volunteers. You know, there's a lot of ground here in in Senate District 18 to uh, to talk to uh, the neighbors to say, hey, you know, this is Josh and. And uh, here's what he's about. If you want a, a campaign yard sign, um, to put one of those on there. In fact, Senate District 18 is, is flooded with with uh, signs uh, uh, of my signs, and it's really exciting when people text me or call me up and say, "Hey, I I saw you uh, say on the side of the road. That was really neat. I think that uh, <laughs> it's always fun to hear." But uh, yeah, please just reach out to me. Uh, you know, Josh Levitt or JoshFornevada.com, uh, the Instagram. If you have an opportunity to donate, I love to have donations. This stuff uh, obviously helps. Now, what's really exciting, and you're, you're right, June 11th is right around the corner, but so is uh, March 4th, and that's when we actually officially register as, as candidates. I'm going to be uh, first in line uh, come Monday. I'm going to uh, be right there to say I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's, let's get things going. Let's get it on. Uh, Josh, it's always good to visit with you. Uh, you have gone from being an activist to being in the arena, running for office, uh, State Senate District 18. Uh, give me give me your, your path to victory. Give me the strategy that you're using right now 
uh, as far as uh, winning this race and, and moving on to the general election? Well, um, as I say this, it, um, a role like this, right, a role in the legislation shouldn't come easy, right? It shouldn't be given to you. It needs to, you need to earn it. And part of earning it is, um, as, as I'm saying, you've got you to gotta walk the streets, talk to the neighbors, go to events, uh, make yourself known. Let everybody know that you really want that. I really want to be part of uh, representing uh, them. It's humbling. It really is. It's humbling. It's humbling to uh, to, to make yourself vulnerable it's, uh, by by talking to uh, talking to people. It's vulnerable to, uh, or it's, I say, it's humbling to to ask for uh, donations to help gain support to win uh, these types of campaigns. Uh, but you have to do it, and, and I love doing it. Uh, you're, you're right. I mean, I help build. Uh, the the Vegas uh, startup community and a lot of that is is about networking and and, and talking to people and, and sharing ideas um, uh, and I'm going to stick to that strategy. Go out there, talk, uh, make your name out uh, as, as as much as we can, get uh, your support and uh, and uh, you know get people to the polls on uh, June 11th. Hey, Josh, be safe out there on the campaign trail, would you? And uh, we will talk again soon. I I can just about promise uh, we'll be talking with you again very, very soon. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. Love the show, and I appreciate every time you invite me. Uh, There you go. Uh, Josh Levitt joining us, candidate for State Senate District 18. It's the old uh, Scott Hammond uh, seat. And it has uh, been Republican. Hopefully it will stay Republican. Uh, Stay with us. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ. Debunking both liberal and conservative rhetoric. Dan Bongino. Weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. The world has fallen apart with the disastrous decline of our government, our cities, and our lives brought on by Joe Biden and his radical Marxist handlers. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Gunter, 110% behind President Trump, former U.S. ambassador, a dedicated physician for over 28 years in Nevada, and now I'm taking on the radical, liberal Jackie Rosen for the U.S. Senate. We've seen wars around the world from Ukraine to Israel, America's next, and we need to stop it. We need to close our borders and institute the largest deport program in U.S. history. We absolutely need to throw them out. We need to be energy independent and not reliant on those who hate America. Like I always say, drill, baby, drill. President Trump needs your help, and so do I. This is a political war on the home front, but we will win. Visit drjeffgunter.com to learn more, and let's take back our country, and let's take back the U.S. Senate. I'm Dr. Jeff Gunter, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Jeff Gunter for Senate. I just moved here, and now I have to get permission from a licensing board before I can even get a job, and I need 1,600 hours of training before I can apply for the license? How am I supposed to do that and pay for rent? According to data from the Institute for Justice, the state of Nevada has the most burdensome licensing laws for low-income professions than any other state in the nation. Hair braiders, landscapers, even shampooers have to undergo hundreds or even thousands of hours of training and pay hundreds or thousands of dollars in licensure fees before they're allowed to work in the state, even if they're already licensed somewhere else. How does it cost so much to just 
to just get a job. Visit NevadaPolicy.org to learn more about the way unnecessary licensure requirements are burdening working Nevadans. This has been a public service announcement from the Nevada Policy Research Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit. Hi, this is Josh Levitt, and I'm running for Nevada State Senate District 18 because I believe in a brighter future for each and every one of us. Together, we will move forward innovative solutions to diversify the economy, improve our schools, cut wasteful spending, and improve our health care infrastructure. I'm not just a candidate. I'm a lifelong Nevadan with a track record of getting things done. From being a champion for small businesses to advocating for better access to health care, I'm exactly the representative you need in Carson City. I bring years of experience in business as a chief information officer officer, an entrepreneur, and community builder with a history of working with legislators on education and workforce development policies. Join me in this journey to build a better Nevada. Your vote on June 11th will ensure there is choice in education, our families have access to quality health care, and our community thrives. Together, let's shape a future we can all be proud of. Visit joshfornevada.com to learn more about my vision and how you can get involved. I'm Josh Levitt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Josh Levitt for Nevada. 670 KMZQ presents After Close, the radio show, powered by GFL Capital Mortgage. Join your hosts, Kevin Sherba and Danny Velazquez, to start your morning off right, educating and guiding you through the mortgage process from application through closing. Learn about how to navigate through the ever-changing mortgage market. Keep up to date with current products, guidelines, and how to avoid common pitfalls. Listen every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 here on 670 KMZQ. Licensed by Division of Mortgage Lending, Federal License Number MB4265. NMLS number 64367. If you're like me and don't know much about cars, you're in luck. Each independently owned and operated MindyKey treats you like family. MindyKey might be a big name, but doesn't come with a big cost. Their digital e-inspection shows you exactly what needs or doesn't need to be repaired, so you can see it with your own eyes. Brakes, AC, check engine light, you name it. In fact, right now you can get an oil change for only $39.95. That's right, $39.95 for a MindyKey oil change. So visit MindyKey.com for the MindyKey near you. Trust your key with MindyKey. Doing car care right. You're listening to Live and Local with Kevin Wall on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. We are coming uh, within days of shutting down our government, our uh, federal government. Uh, Mike Johnson is the uh, House Speaker, um, and they had a they had, they had a big meeting at the White House yesterday. Did you hear about that? Uh, they had, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. They had a big, big meeting at the White House. We had uh, House leadership, uh, the uh, majority and the minority leader. Uh, we had the uh, Senate leaders, Chuck Schumer, um, and uh, Mitch McConnell. Uh, it was a uh, it, it was interesting to see uh, all of these people coming together, and of course the president of the United States at the White House. Uh, this was, uh, and in fact, this was Mike Johnson, uh, the House Speaker, uh, meeting with the media immediately following his session with the president and uh, the uh, House and Senate leadership. Listen to this. We had a. Um... A couple of meetings there. It was uh, frank and honest. I think we need more frank and honest conversations on Capitol Hill. So I was happy to participate in this. We did uh, that as a group, and then I had a uh, one-on-one for a period of time with the president, just he and I in the Oval Office. Uh, Let me say this. When I showed up today, 
my purpose was to express what I believe is the obvious truth, and that is that we must take care of America's needs first. When you talk about America's needs, you have to talk first about our open border. I've been, I believe, in uh, maybe 20-something states over the last several weeks, going around the country, uh, appearing at events with my colleagues, and we're hearing from the American people of all parties and all persuasions in all cities and all states who feel this acutely. They understand the catastrophe at the border is affecting everyone, and it is top of mind for all the American people for that reason. So I brought that issue up repeatedly today in that room and, and again one-on-one -on -one with the President. I think that's our responsibility uh, to bring that up. The other big priority for our country, of course, is the funding of our government. And we have been working in good faith around the clock every single day for months and, and weeks and over the last several days, quite literally around the clock, to get that job done. We're very optimistic. I, I hope that the other leaders came out here and told you the same. We believe that we can get to agreement on these issues and prevent a government shutdown. And that's our first uh, responsibility. Uh, you also heard, I'm sure, that there was um, discussion about the supplemental uh, spending package. And uh, I was very clear with the President and all those in the room that the House is actively uh, pursuing and uh, investigating all the various options on that. And we will address that in a timely manner. But again, the first priority of the country is our border and making sure it's secure. I, I believe the President can take executive authority right now today to change that. And I told him that again today in person, as, as I've said to him many times, publicly and privately over the last several weeks. It's time for action. It is a catastrophe, and it must stop. Uh, there you have it, Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, uh, after a, a meeting at the White House with the President and with the House and Senate leadership. Uh, is anything going to change? I don't think, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think anything's going to change. I really honestly don't. Uh, Democrats are holding their ground. Republicans are holding their ground. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up. In fact, I'll, I'll let you hear the the uh, Democrat perspective on this, and it's it's a little painful to listen to, but we'll give it to you in, uh, in short doses. Uh, stay with us. More to do as we continue on 